Hey there, folks. DC here from the present, reminding you that after this episode, which took place in the past six or seven months ago, stay tuned for the epilogue at the end in which me now present day reacts to past day and judges past day Durango Canyon for the choices that he made uh, low so many months ago. Enjoy. This is Hoss Fight. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Welcome to episode three of Hoss Fight, season three of the Tournament of Nerdiness. I am reminded of a conversation that I had with members of the Inner Circle, Glenn and Jeremy. Is the Inner Circle the name of a stable in AEW? I honestly don't even know. I think it is. But I also think I came up with the name first. Um, I was the only person to come up with that. And we were debating what made a hoss a hoss. And I asked about um, Dwayne Johnson. And I believe Jeremy responded with the phrase, Samoans are always hosses. And I am reminded of that because we have finished two pages of the opening round or the opening half of the tournament, because this year, unlike previous years, I'm doing an entire page ranking 16 wrestlers uh, and moving one at a time through. And the two winners of the brackets, I believe, are Samoan and Jacob Fatu and Samoa Joe. Uh, So we will see if that holds out as we continue. I don't know if there are 16 Samoans evenly spread out through the tournament, but we'll we'll see what happens as we go. Uh, I have my page here. It is labeled and numbered. All of the rankings are there. The wrestlers were ranked via cage match, one uh, group of ones through groups of 16. They have now been randomly assigned a tournament spot, all the ones in one place going up against the 16s. Uh, I believe we are ready to go. As always, I invite interaction if you disagree with a ranking via cage match or you disagree with a ranking that I will uh, come up with today. Please let me know and we can chat about it. Or you can just yell at me. That works too. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Let's begin. Our number one seed here uh, on page three of Hoss Fight is Bray... Wyatt. Now, I don't think there's any doubt his name was Husky Harris, after all. Uh, Bray Wyatt is a hoss, whether he's Bray Wyatt, um, the swamp cult leader, whether he's Bray Wyatt, the kids show host, whether he's the fiend. I think we can all agree that Bray Wyatt is a hoss. Whether or not you enjoy Bray Wyatt or not, he is hoss-like. His opponent, the number 16 seed here on page three, is Iron Mike Sharp. Uh, Iron Mike Sharp, if you don't know who that is, you're missing out. Iron Mike was one of those uh, tried and true enhancement talents of, I know him from the early 90s. I'm sure he wrestled before that since he looked like he was in his 50s uh, when I first saw him. Um, he was a big guy. He was like, you you know, you, you beat your Dwayne Gills and your Barry Hardys, your your early jobbers. Iron Mike Sharp was that next level of jobber. Even, I would say, above a guy like the Brooklyn Brawler. If you beat Iron Mike Sharp, you were ready to go on and wrestle real competition. Uh, having said all of that, and with respect to Iron Mike Sharp, uh, who was a big dude, uh, the win's got to go to Wyatt here. Iron Mike goes into the consolations. Our number nine seed uh, here on page three is Moose. Uh, Moose is obviously a hoss. I don't care for Moose at all. Um, Never really enjoyed him as a wrestler, and uh, he is a bit of a dink. I think he would qualify under the dink rule that I have. 
uh, maybe not necessarily a bad guy, but just kind of dumb in terms of what he chooses to say publicly. Uh, Moose is going up against the eight seed. Usually these two should be fairly evenly matched. It is Mark Jindrak. Mark Jindrak, part of WCW, uh, the new blood, new breed, new blood. Uh, teamed with Sean O'Hare, teamed with Chuck Palumbo, uh, you know, was originally scheduled to be Batista's spot in evolution. They even took pictures uh, until he was replaced. Uh, good guy, you know, a good quality wrestler, I believe, still has a career in Mexico under the name Marco Corleone. Um, and you know what? I, I don't think Moose probably has had a more successful career but I liked Mark Jindrak. Again, a big guy who could move pretty well. So I'm giving the win to uh, Mark Jindrak. Probably the wrong choice, but it's my tournament. And I do what I want. All right. Our number four seed here, page three. Rikishi. Uh, Rikishi was a hoss, besides being Samoan. Uh, Rikishi was a hoss back when he was smaller as part of the head shrinkers of the Samoan SWAT team. He was still a hoss. Then he gained a whole bunch of weight and became, you know, double hoss because he still could move real well, both dance moves and in-ring moves for being a big guy. Interesting to note, though, the Usos, I don't think are on this list. The Usos don't qualify as hosses in my book. Interesting. Why that would Maybe they are, but not in this tournament. Uh, Rikishi is going up against Brackus. <laughs> oh, Brackus. It's rare that you get two wrestlers going up against each other who both have a K in their name. Um, just thought I'd mention it. Uh, Brackus was in, in the early 90s, or no, mid-90s. He was, you know, there all these promos for Brackus. Obviously, a, you know, I think a German wrestler or somewhere in in that area of Europe, um, you know, big advertisement. He's coming in. He's going to be this big powerhouse. Obviously, had a good body, and nothing ever came of it. I think he showed up once. He was a terrible wrestler, just terrible wrestler. Uh, should be a number 16 seed. The fact that he's ranked this, he made it up to 13, shows you that Cage Match is a German website. Uh, there is no question in my mind that Rikishi will advance. Brackus into the constellations. Uh, Brackus showed up in ECW after, you know, failing to be any good at all in the WWF. Our number 12 seed is Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy, not just an executioner, one third of the Freebirds, one half of the Miracle Violence connection, uh, should be ranked much higher than this. Uh, Terry Gordy, bam, bam was awesome big hoss of a guy huge you know not a technical wizard i wouldn't say but just a smash mouth in your face type guy i'm a fan of terry gordy and he is going up oh oh oh, oh, oh boy oh oh boy this hoss fight is the best one uh definitely on this page and hold on i'm going back through my notes here uh, checking out our first round matchups. Yeah, this is the best Haas fight yet in the first round. Because Terry Gordy is going up against uh, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> what a great match. Uh, Jeff Cobb. What was his name in Lucha Underground? It wasn't Mil Mortis. I forget. Some, oh, Matanza Cueto. Uh Jeff Cobb is fantastic, really fits my uh, need for a big wrestler to move like a smaller wrestler. Standing moonsaults, all sorts of scrapes, ridiculous power, ridiculous power. Um, this match would be fantastic. Oh, if you could get Bam Bam Gordy in his prime versus Jeff Cobb, who... This might be his prime right now. Uh, that is tough. I have to take a sip of water while I think about this matchup. Mm. Mm. 
I'm tempted. I can't do a bestie vote. In previous seasons, I have done bestie votes, but I can't do it because I'm doing this entire tournament in secret, so I'm not going to wait for you. Um, so I have to decide, and I think I'm going to go with the same decision that I made at the finals of last episode, Samoa Joe versus Biggie. Samoa Joe has had a better, longer Hoss career than Big E. If we do this tournament again in five years or maybe even two years, I might have a different answer. But right now, I think Terry Gordy uh, out toughs and just out brawls Jeff Cobb. But oh, it could go. It could go either way. Uh, that's a fantastic matchup. That is why we hoss fight, ladies and jelly spoons. That is why we hoss fight. Great way to end the first half of the bracket. Uh, number two seed here on page three is Umaga. We got some good names in this. Very, very good names in this. Umaga, super hoss, gone far too soon. Could have been, could have been a contender. Um, Jacob Fatu gives me Umaga vibes, and I think that's intentional. Umaga is going up against the fifteenth seed, who is nine one. One great gimmick. Take a big biker-sized dude. Uh, give him, you know, give him a huge choke slam finisher. Let him dominate uh, everybody in either squash matches or he just comes out and choke slams everyone. Paul Heyman knew what he was doing there in ECW, but he's he's going to choke slam Umaga, who's going to stand up, yawn check an invisible watch, and then kick him in the face. So Umaga's got to win that one. No question. Oh, we've got some big, big names here. And, and I'm telling you, you know, there were big names in the last bracket, too. This is just what we're going to deal with. We're going to deal with the fact that there are some great wrestlers all throughout this tournament. I don't think we're ever going to have a page that's just meh. Like, there, there's just too many hosses. It's too good. All right. Our number 10 seed is Manabu Nakanishi. If you're not a New Japan fan, the reason you might know Manabu Nakanishi is because he wrestled in WCW as Kurosawa and then got bigger. Like, Kurosawa wouldn't qualify as a hoss, but if you watched Manabu Nakanishi in New Japan in the last few years as he headed towards retirement, big dude uh, kind of finisher. I think he had the torture rack as a finisher. Uh, Fujiwara armbar. In WCW, many of my friends got dropped to the ground in a Fujiwara armbar. I apologize to them, but I think it's just a great move. Uh, all right, and he is going up against... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, the hits just keep coming. Number seven seed... The other half of the Miracle Violence Connection, Dr. Death, Steve Williams. I'm almost a little nervous that there is too much talent on this page. I had that problem last week with Samoa Joe and Ron Simmons and Kevin Nash and Kerry Von Erich and Big E. And now I've got Bray Wyatt and Rikishi and Jeff Cobb and Terry Gordy and Umaga and now Steve Williams. It's too hossy. It's too hossy. Yes, of course, Dr. Death is going to win. Dr. Death, Steve Williams is one of the great all-time hosses. Oops. I wrote Nakahishi. That's not it. Nakanishi. Oh, what am I going to do? Because some of these talents are going to wind up just because there's so many hosses being ranked fourth or fifth. I may need to tweak this. This is, you know, my original plan. I was going to take these 16 uh, brackets, rank them one to 16, and then all the ones would battle, all the twos would battle, all the threes would battle. But, you know, in this group... Like, Steve Williams could maybe, maybe, come in third or fourth, which means he's going to be in the second group of 50 in terms of all-time hosses, and I don't know if that's accurate. We'll have to look at things halfway through. We're going to keep going. We're going to push on through, and we will, uh, we will 
revisit. Obviously, Dr. Death's going to beat uh, Nakanishi in advance. Number three seed, Billy Gunn. Oh, Billy, you're not going to do well in this tournament. I, you are a hoss. You're a huge wrestler. Uh, somebody recently on Reddit, you know, a wrestler just said who, you know, somebody asked him the question, who is a wrestler that is bigger than they seem on TV? And his answer was, it's Bill. I think it was the hurricane who said it. It's like, it's Billy Gunn. The answer is always Billy Gunn. He is huge. Uh, Billy Gunn is one of my all time favorites, uh, but he is, he is going to struggle in this particular pool of hosses. Uh, but he's the number three seed going up against the 14 seed, the wall. The wall was good. The wall was a good hoss, a big guy wrestling crowbar. Uh, and then again, another one who was gone way too soon, but he's not going to beat Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn, uh, the one Billy Gunn. I'm not going to use his other nickname. It's inappropriate. Uh, but Billy Gunn's going to get the win over the wall. And then we have our 11th seed, Big John Stud. Oh, my goodness. The talent. The talent, the talent. Huge part of WrestleMania 1. You know, giant of a man. Giant of a wrestler. Going to go. <laughs> going up against. Oh my <laughs> the number six seed, whose name is spelled wrong in this, and I'm okay with that. Uh Stan Hansen. We have Bray Wyatt and Rikishi and Terry Gordy and Jeff Cobb and Umaga and Steve Williams and Stan. I'm going to even skip over Billy Gunn and Stan Hansen in this page. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, Stan Hansen literally broke a guy's neck, I'm pretty sure, with a lariat. So... Uh, either that or that was a storyline. But either way, uh, I give him Hanson the win over Big John Studd. I got to. I got to. I got to. Oh, my goodness. How am I going to handle all of this? Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to move on to the consolations and try not to worry about the rest right now. Um, Iron Mike Sharp versus Moose. I'm giving the win to Iron Mike Sharp. I don't care for Moose at all. I think his his dumb comments take away from the hossness you, your hoss needs to have intelligence to go with size you know festus isn't in this tournament doc gallows is but festus isn't in this tournament uh iron mike sharp wins jeff cobb easily defeats brackis so we're setting up our double losers bracket uh 9 versus nakanishi nakanishi is not going to be intimidated by 9 and then big john stud will defeat the wall you know in a different bracket with less quality talent the wall would have done well all right here's our double losers bracket we're figuring out 13 through 16 uh, i'll give moose the win over brackus because brackus was truly bad uh and i'm giving the wall the win over 911. so in the battle for 16th or 15th place I'm giving the win to 911. He'll be our 15th seed. Brackus is our 16th seed. He was really quite terrible, friends. I, I must say. Uh, and then, nope, I'm, Moose is going to be ranked 14th, and I'm giving the win to the Wall, who will be ranked 13th. So there's the bottom half of our bracket, or the bottom quarter of our bracket. Brackus at 16, 911, Moose, and the Wall. <sighs> All right, I've delayed it as much as I could. Now let's do the second round. Bray Wyatt versus Mark Jindrak. That one is easy for me. I'm giving the win to Bray Wyatt. I don't think this is going to be an instance where the number one seed uh, wins the whole thing. Uh, but in this case, he will easily make it to the semifinals. Mark Jindrak goes into the second round of the Constellations. Top talent moves to the bottom of the bracket just in terms of avoiding rematches. He's got to take on Big John Studd. Uh, Rikishi and Terry Gordy. Rikishi, goofy part of too cool, does not stand a chance against Terry Gordy. Even Rikishi, who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin, which, coincidentally, uh, yesterday I was watching an episode of Raw 
it was the year anniversary when Rikishi ran over Steve Austin. So I'm gearing up for them battling at a pay-per-view. Um, Head Shrinker Fatu, not the Sultan, not make a difference Fatu. Uh, Head Shrinker Fatu is probably the only one that would stand a chance, and I'm still giving the win to Gordy, setting up a semifinal that I would I would pay a lot of money to watch, Bray Wyatt versus Terry Gordy. Uh, Rikishi will take on Nakanishi. I love when names rhyme in the second round. Umaga versus Dr. Death. This hurts... This hurts my heart. It hurts my head. I'm nauseous. It's got to be Williams. I mean, it's got to be Dr. Death, but come on. Uh, he would have a much harder time with Umaga than Terry Gordy would have with Rikishi. Uh, Umaga will take on Jeff Cobb. Another great match. My word. Uh, and then Billy Gunn versus Stan Hansen. Uh, Billy, I love you, but no. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. Uh, Billy Gunn will take on Iron Mike Sharp. All right. So we have set up our semifinals. Bray Wyatt versus Terry Gordy. Dr. Death versus Stan Hansen. I feel the joy. You're not going to listen to this for possibly months. And I can still feel the joy emanating from just the world when I said Dr. Death Steve Williams versus Stan Hansen. I could just feel it. Feel it, feel it, feel it. All right. Consolation second round. Billy Gunn defeats Mike Sharp. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Jeff Cobb versus Umaga. My word. Maybe it's because Umaga left us too soon. But I think I do think he could have been a multi-time world champion had had you know, and I don't remember I'm assuming he passed did he get released? Let me look it up. I'm curious enough to look this up. Umaga Edward Fatu. Uh, let's see. Cousin Rosie. All right. So he wrestles for WWE three minute warning goes to TNA. Interesting. Goes to Japan, comes back. Independent circuit. Oh, okay. So he's released in 2009 because he violates the wellness policy and won't go to rehab. That changes how I feel. Not because he's not because of the potential, but because it wasn't like he passed away while under contract. He he had a problem and refused to get help for it. That hurts. That hurts. All right. Um, so Jeff Cobb just unfortunate. No, actually, you know what? That changes how I'm voting. That changes how I'm voting. I was going to give Umaga the win, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Because now the fact that Umaga didn't reach the level of success that he could have is his fault. He had a problem. Well, he had a problem. It was the problem's fault. Um, but he, he didn't enter rehab. He, they offered him help, and he didn't take it. Yeah, okay. I'm giving the win to Cobb. Change my vote. Uh, Rikishi defeats Nakanishi. No problem there and then uh, Big John Stud beats Mark Jindrak no problem there alright so we have figured out already 16 through 13 now let's figure out 12 through 9 uh, Umaga defeats Sharp uh, I say again it's my lack of um my lack of New Japan knowledge. I'm giving Jindrak the win over Nakanishi. It's probably the wrong choice, but I'm going with it. But the former Kurosawa will defeat Iron Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp is 12th, though let's consider he was ranked 16th, so he jumped for him. Nakanishi is 11th. 
Umaga will defeat Mark Jindrak. Jindrak is 10th. Umaga is 9th. That is settled. All right, we now need to do another round of the consolations. Uh, Billy Gunn versus Jeff Cobb. I'm giving the win to Billy Gunn because of the successful career that he has had spanning at this point. Uh, we're coming up on 30 years from the smoking guns to he's still in TNA. Uh, and Big John Stud is a hoss based purely on size. I'm going, I'm, I'm erring on the side of the Samoan in this. So I'm giving the win to Rikishi. So our matchup to determine who is eighth and who is seventh is uh, Jeff Cobb versus Big John Studd. So let's just, Jeff Cobb has wrestled Terry Gordy, Brackus, Umaga, Billy Gunn, now Big John Studd. These guys are going to be so tired when this tournament is over. Um, I'm giving the win to Cobb, and this time it is because built like a hoss doesn't wrestle like a hoss. Big John Studd never did a standing moonsault that I'm aware of. All right. We have six wrestlers remaining. Um, Billy Gunn and Rikishi are awaiting their next opponent, so we return to uh, the front page here. Bray Wyatt versus Terry Gordy. I understand that Terry Gordy uh, would win this fight if it was an actual fight. I think Terry Gordy wins, no question. But Bray Wyatt has been a world champion multiple times, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Bray Wyatt has reinvented himself. The executioner was not a reinvention. I'm sorry, Terry. I'm giving the win to Bray Wyatt. Terry Gordy will wrestle Billy Gunn. Um, and then I'm giving Dr. Death the win over Stan Hansen. Uh, that is just who happens to get up, who, who happens to pass out last. Uh, rough match Hansen battles Rikishi. And so, and uh, Gordy and Hansen defeat their opponents. Terry Gordy defeats Billy Gunn. Stan Hansen defeats Rikishi. So, to determine our sixth place talent, it is Billy Gunn or Rikishi. I like Billy Gunn better. I do. Um, but if you look at the two of them and you say which one is the hoss, you go for the larger one. And you go for the Samoan. So, I will. I don't feel bad about giving Rikishi the win. Billy Gunn is sixth. Rikishi is fifth. Terry Gordy versus Stan Hansen. I think it comes down to Stan Hansen, WWF champion, pretty sure, uh, multiple titles in Japan, along with Terry Gordy, but Stan Hansen had the better singles success. Terry Gordy is best known as being part of a team. If I ever do a trios tournament, the Freebirds will run away with it. Terry Gordy is fourth. Stan the Man Hansen is third. And... I'm not even going to pretend like I have a debate in my head regarding uh, the finals. Bray Wyatt or Dr. Death Steve Williams. When I play a wrestling video game, it's been a few years since I've played one, but when I play a wrestling video game and I make myself, I put myself in kind of an amateur wrestling singlet because I was an amateur wrestler. Uh, one of my finishers is always some variation of the Oklahoma Slam, which was uh, Dr. Death's finisher. And just in, I don't, I'm not saying I look like Steve Williams, but I'm not saying that I don't look like Steve Williams. All right. If Steve Williams and Arn Anderson went into a blender, I might come out. So your winner, the first Samo non-Samoan uh, to be ranked number one is Dr. Death, Steve Williams, uh, Bray Wyatt, slots in at number two so since i have you and it, we're we still have some time let me uh pop this in this is block c steve williams was ranked seventh 
and now is the top-ranked seed or the top-ranked wrestler in this broad block. Remember, Jacob Fatu was 16th and won the whole thing. Uh, Samoa Joe was first. So anything can happen here on Haas Fight. Bray Wyatt, who was number one, is number two. Oh, I gotta flip the page. Oh, that's right. I gotta go back and forth. All right. What was Stan Hansen ranked sixth? Stan Hansen was ranked sixth. I understand if you shut this off now. Thanks for joining us. But I'm gonna keep talking for a few more minutes just because I like looking at where they were ranked and where they fell. Uh, Terry Gordy, who was ranked twelfth, unreal that that happened. Uh, came in fourth. Rikishi, who was ranked, where are you, Kish? Rikishi, who was ranked fourth, comes in fifth. So shows that that was probably a pretty accurate ranking. Uh, Billy Gunn came in sixth. He was ranked third. Bit of a drop for him, but look at the competition. Look at the competition. Uh, Jeff Cobb, who was ranked fifth, wound up being seventh. So fairly accurate. Uh, let's see. Big John Stud, who was ranked 11th, jumps up to 8th. Umaga. Such a funny name. Umaga was ranked 2nd. I, th I think people, again, I am uh, my, my opinion of Umaga is slightly tainted based on the fact that he wouldn't go to rehab. Um, but again, I think wrestlers who leave us too soon, the potential is always there. What could have been can kind of taint how we see things. Uh, Mark Jindrak, who was ranked 8th, is 10th. Again, you know, a lot of these people are within two or three places of where they were ranked randomly on cage match. So it's fun how that works out. Nakanishi, who was 10th, comes in 11th. Again, pretty close. Oops. I just love spreadsheets, don't you? Iron Mike Sharp, big jump because he was 16th and made it to number 12th. And then 13th was The Wall, who was 14th. Again, fairly close. Uh, Moose was in 14th. Moose was ranked 9th. Big drop for Moose, but again, he's a dink. And then where's 15? 911 from 15. Oh, sorry, I hit the microphone. I was so excited. 911 was ranked 15th and finishes 15th. Fun how that works. And Brackus, who was ranked 13th, is in 16th. So we're starting to get a sense of what we're going to do. So remember, now they've all been ranked. So when this finishes, when I get to all 16, I will have 16 people at the bottom. Right now, I can't wait for that episode where I'm dealing with guys like Nathan Jones and Mo and Brackus all in the same bracket. That's going to be a, I might have to get some alcohol for that episode. Uh, but then you've got, you know, uh, just looking randomly at 10th, Bad Luck Fale, Albert and Mark Jindrak. That's going to be a fun bracket. Dave Mastiff, Adam Baum, and Billy Gunn. That's, that feels like a DC Matthews bracket. Uh, and then Lex Luger, Biggie, and Bray Wyatt. There's our number two finisher bracket. And Jacob Fatu, Samoa Joe, and Steve Williams. What in the world am I going to do when I get to that? I honestly don't know. I have no idea. But that's the fun, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's coming next. We got 13 more opening round episodes. Uh, another 208 hosses. So despite the fact that, again, the talent, the talent, the talent, we're nowhere near done. Miles to go before we sleep, my loves. Miles to go. And that's where the joy comes in. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'll see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking. Stop hitting the microphone, you dope. You dopey dope who dopes a lot. Stop hitting it. Stop banging the desk with your knees. Stop sitting back in your chair and squeaking. Sit still. No, you can't do it. Probably had ADHD as a kid. Probably hasn't gotten any better since then. Sit still. Stop making weird mouth noises. Get your pop filter back on. God, diggly darn it.
It is painful to listen to some of these episodes. Hey, if you haven't figured out already, this is modern day D.C., January 20th, D.C., talking about whenever the hell I recorded that. And you can tell that I'm by myself alone in my apartment because I'm swearing openly. Usually try to keep the cursing to a minimum and try to keep it to a low volume because, you know, some people don't want you to curse. It's a family show. Anywho, episode three, humdinger. Can't wait. Can't wait. I just sat back in my chair. Can't wait for Jeremy and Glenn and Banks and hopefully some other people to weigh in big names. Uh, This is the flaw. You know, we went with cage match as a ranking system. Not perfect. I'll talk about that throughout the episodes as we keep going. Not a perfect ranking system. And then I randomized it. Probably should have been at least a little uh, careful in terms of what I had done because I would have never put Dr. Death and Terry Gordy in the same bracket. Uh, Stan Hansen probably would have been somewhere else as well. I could have done an entire, you know, 80s, bearded, long-haired, Texan, Oklahoman hosses section and made sure we had one per episode. You got your Gary Albright. You got your... Um, what's his name? Brad Rengins. I don't even know if he made it onto this list. You got your Gordies, your Hansons, your Dr. Deaths. Could have thrown Vader in there as well. Your Bam Bam Bigelow's guys who, you know, were in New Japan, uh, 80s and 90s. Hercules, all names we'll hear eventually. Scott Flash Norton, the list could go on and on. Uh, let's talk about episode three. <clears throat> right away from the beginning, um, Iron Mike Sharp to me was always the jobber. And I talked about him as the kind of that uh, upper echelon uh, enhancement talent. Now that I'm watching 80s wrestling, got back into it thanks to uh, Ethan the Fishman and my love for the Fishman, wanting to go back and get into some of the old stuff, both via YouTube and the Peacock. I realized that Mike Sharp was, was, was a guy. He was a dude. He wrestled in the territories. And, you know, I don't know how many titles he won. I could look it up. I should look it up. Let's look it up. I've had sugar, um, which probably doesn't help. I've had sugar. Let's see. Uh, NWA Mid-America Heavyweight Champion, five-star wrestling tag team champion with somebody named I.C. Glory. That's amazing. Mid-South Louisiana Championship, NWA Canadian Tag Champion with the Black Avenger and Salvatore Martino, Pacific Coast Heavyweight Champion, Tri-State Brass Knuckles Champion, uh, POW Heavyweight Champion, WWWA Intercontinental Champion. I think that's Puerto Rico. No. NWA Ohio. Totally wrong. Um Okay, so no major things, you know, not Mid-South, not any of that. But Mike Sharp was around. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be a 16th seed, but more praise to Mike Sharp. Um, Moose is a dink. And, you know, he's a a dumb dink. I, I qualify a dink. I don't remember if I explained it in the episode. A dink is just a stupid person. Um... I think he's affiliated with some trainer who was not good to his trainees. I don't remember the specifics, and I don't want to look it up. And he's just stupid. He does Twitter wrong. He's just dumb. I don't care if he's the TNA champion. I don't care if he's a big name. Um, I should have taken him out of the bracket altogether and replaced him with... Oh. 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 Huh. Swear, swear on the name of Bo Dallas and William Regal. This was not a plan until I just thought about it, but. Huh. Uh, let's hold everything. Uh, this is going to affect <laughs> future episodes. Uh, I have given thought to just scrapping all the recordings I had done. 10, 12 hours of recording, scrapping it all, and just starting over in terms of where the brackets are. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that because I like reflecting. But if Moose is a dink and we don't want him in the tournament, there are hosses that have shown up since we've uh, been recording. 
um, that probably deserve to be mentioned. So Moose is going to get crossed off. I'm actually going to use Black Pen because uh, that really distinguishes it. And replacing uh, Mr. Moose is the current NXT 2.0 heavyweight champion, Braun Breaker. Now I'm going to have to change the whole thing. Uh, this is going to require some serious, some serious review, but I think it's worth it. Because in a matchup between Braun Breaker and Mark Jindrak in the opening round, doesn't Braun Breaker already have a better career than Mark Jindrak? Yeah, he won a couple of tag team titles. He was supposed to be in Evolution. He's Marco Corleone. I said all of this in the episode. But I think Breaker beats Jindrak. So we're going to cross out Jindrak, give Breaker the win. That means that if we come down here where Moose was, we have Mark Jindrak. Uh, he would take on Iron Mike Sharp and Jindrak should win that. So Jindrak goes into the second round of the Constellation. We come down here for Moose. Uh, Moose gets replaced by Iron Mike Sharp. Iron Mike Sharp would beat Brackus and would lose to the wall. So Iron Mike Sharp is now 14th. He was going to be 12th, uh, but he is now 14th with the addition of Baron Breaker. I will need to make that adjustment in a future episode. Uh, so now that we have done that, Jindrak loses to actually nope nope we would need to go here we need to go back into the second round Braun Breaker would lose to Bray Wyatt that would make total sense uh he would then go into the constellations to take on big John Studd so now into that constellation round Mark Jindrak versus Billy Gunn Jindrak replacing Iron Mike Sharp Jindrak would lose to Billy Gunn so Jindrak would drop down to take on Umaga. He would lose to Umaga. He would then wrestle Nakanishi for 12th spot, and he would lose that as well. So Mark Jindrak is now 12th, as opposed to he was... I don't even know where he was. Oh, he was 10th, so he's going to drop down a couple. Big John Studd versus Braun Breaker. I'm going to give it to Big John Studd because his career lasted a long time. He was a featured part of a WrestleMania. Braun Breaker has done none of those things. Uh, so Breaker takes the spot of uh, Mark Jindrak in our tournament. He would take on Nakanishi, but actually he would lose because Nakanishi is, let's look him up, he was not just Kurosawa. I actually had a note in here that I think I had been a little unfair uh, to Nakanishi because if we look, he is, if I remember correctly, at least a multiple time New Japan, all right, one time IWGP champion, three time tag champion, six man champion, winner of a G1 climax. Mark Jindrak did none of those things. So we're getting even crazier here. Nakanishi takes Jindrak's spot, which would be Breaker's spot. So actually, we're getting Breaker versus Jindrak. This all makes sense, I swear. Uh, Braun Breaker will get a rematch against um, Mark Jindrak for 11th spot, and Braun Breaker will get it. So now we have Breaker in 11th place. So to sum up, Moose, gone. Out of here. Don't want him in the tournament. Iron Mike Sharp goes from 12th to 14th. Mark Jindrak goes from 10th to 12th. Braun Breaker, taking Moose's spot, comes in in 11th. And Nakanishi will still have him lose to Umaga because um, it is more of a U.S. sort of tournament. Uh, but Nakanishi will be 10th as opposed to being 11th. So he actually moves up a spot. So now that I have done that, I can't be done yet. I'm, that was good. I'm glad we did this. Uh, now I need to go into the 
consolations here. Oh, I did a reconciliation show? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm not changing any of the 16s. I'm not changing any of the 15s. The 14s. Moose is going to be replaced. I'm not going to tell you who he's facing, obviously. I'm not going to tell you any of that. But I am telling you that Moose is being replaced by Sharp. And then, let's see, Jindrak needs to replace Sharp on page 12. And then Breaker needs to replace Nakanishi on page... Oh, that's going to th throw a monkey in the works on page 11 when we get to it. All the 11th seeds. And then... Nakanishi takes the spot of Jindrak. Where are you, Jindrak? In on page 10, uh, going up against a current champion in the WWF system. I'll let you decide who that could be, who would be a 10th place Hoss. You probably could figure that out. All right. Well, that was fun. That was well worth doing. All right. What else can we do? Uh, we took care of Breaker. Uh, maybe there'll be a spot for Von Wagner. Maybe there'll be a spot for... Is Tony D'Angelo a hoss? I don't know. I don't know if Tony D'Angelo is a hoss. I don't think I'll do Briggs or, or uh, Jensen or the Creed brothers because I don't know them enough, haven't seen them enough in singles action. Uh, Von Wagner would replace somebody less than a ninth seed, I would think. Breaker actually makes sense as a ninth seed. All right, what else? We got rid of the dink rule. Did I make the right call in the Constellations giving Jeff Cobb the win over Umaga? Listening to it back made it sound a bit like I was um, penalizing Umaga for having a drug problem, which it brings up some, some, frankly, some difficult discussions that we try to avoid on these type of shows. Uh, I'm going to stand by it, if only because I've already made enough changes to this bracket, throwing Braun Breaker in there. Uh, I'll stand by it, but in three or four years, if Jeff Cobb hasn't progressed, if he's out of wrestling for some reason, um, you know, we, we could go back and look at this and do things a little bit differently. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, Umaga is not a ninth seed. I think he finishes ninth, and that felt low. Uh, but then again, looking at the competition, you could make a case that Nakanishi should be him. You should make a case that Umaga should be a 10th seed. You know, eighth seed is, is Umaga better than Big John Studd or Jeff Cobb? That's up to opinion, I think. We're not so far down. Uh, and then, yep, Nakanishi should have beat Jindrak. I think we took care of that. And I am okay with Bray Wyatt defeating Terry Gordy. Uh, as soon as I saw the names, and I'm listening to the episode, and I'm looking at the brackets as I'm listening, I don't look ahead. I look, I try to look as we're doing this. Uh, I was wondering if I was going to brush on that because now Bray Wyatt is out of wrestling. As of this moment, January 20th, not in AEW, not in Impact, not in Japan, not in WWE. I don't think that's going to last. In fact, I could very easily envision a world in which he returns at the Rumble. And this whole Wyndham thing is all for naught. It makes more sense. It would be a better deal, bigger deal than Cody Rhodes, for gosh sakes. We talked about that yesterday on DDT Wrestling. Um, but I'm okay with it. So I'm okay with how the top of the bracket worked. Uh, you know, the fact that you've got Hanson and Gordy vying for third and fourth... I'm going to do a reconciliation show, which I clearly forgot about, so maybe I'll make changes. Um, you know, maybe I'll look again and, and make some changes, as I just did, throwing Mr. Breaker in. Uh, but, yeah, that was fun. That was my favorite epilogue so far because I really, I honestly, I mean it, had no intention of doing that. And I was just like, I just don't like Moose. I don't want, oh, I could replace him. And that's not going to be the only time that happens. So there's other times we're going to throw some people out, including in the next episode. I, I do know that. I do know in episode four, uh, we're going to replace somebody else. He doesn't qualify for the dink rule. I just don't get the hype, bro. 
Get it? You know who I'm talking. You know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, I'm gonna kick him out and replace him um, with an MLW guy, and now you know who that is too. So you have a sneak preview of what's coming up uh, in the next episode. So I feel like I'd start doing that at some point. At some point, I start teasing who's gonna show up in some of these future episodes. I feel like I end those. I don't know. It's been a long time. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope those you love are doing well. Um, I I found out today, if you listened to last week's DDT Wrestling, I gave you an update on my aunt. Um, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, today, she's asking for her cell phone. She's extubated. She's off the vent. She's breathing. She's on oxygen, but she's breathing uh, relatively normally. My dad, as as I am saying this, 2.16 p.m., got a snow day, 2.16 p.m. on January 20th, I believe my dad is in the hospital seeing his older sister. And we thought that when that happened, he would be holding her hand and helping her die. And that's not the case. He's bringing her... <laughs> I won't tell you all the stuff he's bringing her. Uh, he's bringing her her glasses and her cell phone. Uh, I have not been super close with this woman in uh, many years. Um, but I hope that she, is, I hope I can visit her uh, at some point soon because that would be lovely. Uh, anyways, um, it's been a crazy week, crazy couple weeks here in uh, Durango Canyon <laughs> where I live. I live in Durango Canyon. All right, I'm going to go, uh, and I think I'm going to record another Marvel episode. Brandon Banks paid me a compliment, and gosh darn it, that gave me the incentive to keep going. So I'm going to go record a Marvel episode. You'll hear that on Wednesday, maybe, or later. You watch, you listen when you want. I don't care. I don't care. Listen whenever you want. Uh, I love you all. Um, I'm not going to repeat the tagline. Uh, I'm going to come up with another one right now. I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> I'll see you the next time we have big, meaty men slapping meat. How about that? I don't think I'm going to stick with that, but that's it for today. Until the next time, big, meaty men slap meat. Talk to you soon. Yeah, that was terrible. I need an outro music or something. Oh, God. I'm not a professional at all. <laughs>